There is one singular thing that most people are doing wrong that is completely preventing them from hitting the goals that they are setting in their life and business. And I know you may be thinking. Welcome to the Action Academy podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. What's up? What's up? Happy Monday. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. This is your host, as always, Brian Lubin, coming to you with the mindsets, the methods, and the actionable steps for you to earn freedom in your life and business, especially on a Monday, baby. We got to get you out of there. Let's get you to it. The topic of today's show is not inherently sexy, but today we are going to put a little bit of lipstick on it because it is hyper important for your success. There is one singular thing that most people are doing wrong that is completely preventing them from hitting the goals that they are setting in their life and business. And I know you may be thinking that this is an action problem, but no, it's not an action problem because it's the Action Academy. All you guys take massive amounts of action. It's not an action problem. It's a tracking problem. So as always, what we're going to do is we're going to start with a story. We're going to provide some context and we're going to get into the meat and potatoes. Buckle up. The first story that I'm going to share today is back when I was a B2B sales rep and the difference between a couple of different managers that I had. Now, this will apply to you if you're an employee right now and you're driving to work. And this will also apply if you're an employer and you have a team working underneath you, because this is going to show you how drastically just the approach and tracking methods will change the end result. So your top performers are always going to be autonomous. They're going to be doing the right stuff regardless. But you have to zoom out and look at the performance of the overall team, right? So we have team one, we have team two, manager one, manager two. Manager one had eight to 10 years of management experience. It was the first team that I was on. And that team outperformed manager two and team two to a multiple of like 5x. It was insane. I have respect for both of the managers. I'm still friends to this day with both of the managers. And both of them left me alone for the most part and let me do my thing because I was doing the right stuff. But here is the main difference that I saw between my meetings with manager one and manager two that caused the massive quarterly difference in team performance despite having similar team size, similar territory, and similar tenure on both teams. Here's the main difference between the two. Manager two focused on the outcomes. So he would say, how did that last meeting go? Did you have the right decision makers in there? You know, what's coming down the pipe? What do we got? And he was constantly focused on these outcomes, which are called lag measures. Whereas my first manager, manager one, was focused on process, which are lead measures. So literally just the focus on the tracking of different metrics was what caused one team to be 5x better than the other team, despite similarities across the board. So today we're going to define what a lag measure and what a lead measure is that you can apply this and fix this in your goal setting today. So a lead measure is a controllable input and the lag measure is the outcome of said input. So no matter how good my sales results were, which would be a lag measure for the week, my first manager would say, hey, 
You know, how many cold calls did you make? How many emails did you send? How many presentations did you do? How many follow-up emails did you send? So all the controllable stuff is what he measured and kept track on to justify a win or a loss by the end of the week. Whereas the second manager just said, oh, you sold a bunch this week. Fantastic. Great job. On to the next one. So while this doesn't necessarily apply to your top performers, if you zoom this out to the rest of your team, it's night and day, right? You see where I'm going with this? So the problem with a lot of the goals that we set and a lot of the measures that we track are they are lag measures. I always go back to the example of weight loss, right? So everything that you track is your weight on the scale. So each week, if you have a goal to lose 20 pounds, you're like, oh, I lost two pounds this week. Oh, I lost four pounds this week. Oh, I'm flat this week. I need to adjust. And now I'm down five pounds this week, right? That's a lag measure. That's a result of an input. So today... You can be aware of this and say, oh, Brian said in the podcast that this is a lag measure. I need to change how I'm tracking this and what I'm tracking. So what should you track instead? You should track how many calories did you eat? You should track how many times did you go to the gym that week? You should track how many hours of cardio did you do that week? The controllables. And you judge your successes and your wins and your losses per the week off of the inputs that you put in. And then the outcomes will handle themselves. Most of the time, if you're super focused on the inputs, the outcomes will be better and faster than if you're focused on just the end goal. Does that make sense? Two books on this subject that I think that you should get would be The Four Disciplines of Execution by Chris McChesney and then Atomic Habits by James Clear. Because the goal of all of this is to take down all these giant things that we're trying to accomplish and you break them down into daily actionable inputs that you can track. And you should have your inputs set to a way that if you hit 80% of your inputs because we're not perfect, if you hit 80% of your weekly inputs every single week, you will by default hit the end result. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how you remove your emotion from the process. Because now you are not emotionally tied to this end result, you are emotionally tied to the daily inputs. And this is how we really win the game of life and business. Because we can put our heads on the pillow every single day, every solitary day, and say, On a scorecard, did I win today? Am I a success today? Or did I lose today? And if I lost today, that's okay. I'm not losing tomorrow. Hope you guys got some value out of this episode today. We have a lot of awesome episodes coming to you guys this week. Happy October. And if you did enjoy this episode, I have a message for you, my friend. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want. And I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.